Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Do you constantly have people, Shahan, bring up their personal stories of why this magazine means so much to them? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I mean, you you obviously talk to people on the high school side, and for for I mean, I won't even say for most kids, for any kid who plays high school football, this is almost always the first time they've ever been mentioned in a magazine, right? That they got a magazine that they saw their name printed, that they saw maybe their picture in. And one of the coolest things for me is going back to some of our older issues. And like, I mean, uh, the other day, you know, Luke Wilson was in our magazine. Jamie Foxx was in our magazine. Willie Nelson, I believe, had his picture in our magazine, right? Like, this is this is so many in so many ways, like the story of Texas. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Mosley and Ralphs heading into a full uh, going to be a fun week. A little dreary, a little dreary today. It's okay. It's going to be fun. We got summer in full swing. Kids are. Mostly out of school, maybe a school or two out there somewhere, still going. Sorry, sorry if that's happening. Most schools now out doing their thing. All the kids having a great time. Summer has started. And um, you know what I did for the weekend? Garrett, you'll like this. What'd you do? Other than just cry yesterday, just the sadness of the the Maverick season ending. I, I wasn't ready. I wanted more Luca. I wanted more Luca, but as only I can, because you know how much I love doing radio. Yes, I'm well aware. By 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., I was on the air, National Radio Fox the other day. Wow. Uh, the good citizens of Waco. I do this fairly often, so don't get too, you know, don't get too impressed, Garrett. But it was exciting. and uh, But not it's not. it's I'm not an excited person to get up at 4 in the morning. But it has to confuse our local audience. Text us if you heard me, by the way, to wake up and then hear me on Fox, the Fox affiliate. You know, when they hear me over here all week in my regular three to four gig, one of the, I'm, Garrett, this is one of the greatest gigs in all of radio. I bet to it is. To do a one hour sports. Now, we, we might need to work on the, the salary a little bit, but <laughs> one hour of sports a day is just unbelievable because you just come out rolling. You come out, I mean, boom, 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 boom. So it was great. I even used, uh, Garrett, some of my conversation. You know, I talked, to, talked about, uh, we talked a lot of Coach K and that whole situation. And so we were able to kind of reference my visit with Scott Drew. So that was uh, that was fun. So on uh, over on the Fox affiliate, I was doing that the other day. Um, uh, over the weekend, MCC, there are a lot of cool things that happened. Um, but MCC, our local guys, they, they get it done. They go out there and win themselves a JUCO National Championship. Mitch Thompson, the uh, boy used to be Used to be with Baylor on that staff. They had a great run. And then Mitch decided, hey, I'm going to go do some things elsewhere. Well, he's become one of the great uh, JUCO coaches in the country. Honestly, one of the best coaches, period. If I was out there like at Rice or one of these places, I'd be like, I'd be finding a way. I wouldn't be looking at like the Texas hitting coach. I'd be looking at Mitch. But MCC, we want to keep him here. We want to keep him in our Fairburg. And uh, I know some of the greats from the past at MCC – I know everybody was so excited. And so, you know, just in a couple of minutes here, we'll get a call. We're going to talk to one of the stars of that team, uh, Mason Greer. 
and um, really an interesting young man. And uh, I was looking at some some things online there, Garrett, and it looks like, uh, oh, good, good. Oh, he's with us. He's got great timing, um, just like his old man. Mason Greer joining us now, part of the MCC National Champions. Mason, have you come back down to earth yet? Are you still... Are you getting free meals throughout Central Texas? Have you come back to the Metroplex? Where Where are you hanging these days? Uh, we're the whole team's back in Waco now. Uh, you know, we're still super happy about the uh, championship. Um, no free meals yet, but that would be nice. <laughs> Let's help you with that. Uh, Schmaltz's is one of my places. One of my favorite sandwich shops. I think we can take care of you there, Mason. Although I don't want to, you know. I don't know who's in charge. NCAA, I don't know how much they uh, – I don't know if they listen to this show or not, so I don't want to get you in any trouble. But uh, that's uh, that's very exciting. I mean, walk me through it a little bit, Mason, this uh, this incredible run you guys went on. I mean, that is that is e- extremely rare, just a boom, 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 just like win all the games. Uh, San Jacinto has been a thorn in the side of MCC for many, many years. I think you all won that game 13-10. If I'm not mistaken, was that was that kind of the moment, Mason? You you felt like, hey, this thing, we we have. A, I'm sure you always had confidence, but that had to be a great boost getting that win. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, it's always it's always good to um, beat the in-state. Uh, I guess somewhat of a rival with San Jack. Uh, they're always a really good team. So to get that that win in Grand Junction to. Uh, Put us at a three and zero was really nice, and uh, gave us a little extra boost of confidence because they were one of the better teams there, and uh, to show that we could beat them really uh, gave us that confidence to uh, push to the end. Yeah, and I was looking at some of your numbers. Um, you may have you may have even more pop than your dad had. Your dad's uh, I'm sure you hear this all the time. Somebody will come up to you and say, "Your dad was one of my heroes." Well, I'll be the latest to do that to you, Mason, because he was Mason's son of Rusty, and I'm sure you you kind of like that. Do you ever um, has that ever like Have you ever felt the pressure of that name, or have you has has uh, have you kind of done a good job of not uh, having to feel like you got to constantly live up to that? Uh, I've never really felt any pressure. I mean, to me, he's just my dad. Because um, I was younger whenever he was playing, so I didn't really see. Um, so, to me, he's just dad. Uh, he's helped me a lot with baseball, obviously. So, um, he's more of just a dad and a coach to me than a uh, Major League Baseball player. How much, when you see his swing, and, and like, how much did he coach you up, like, on your even your swing? Or did you kind of, did he almost... I'm sure he helped you a lot in baseball, but I was the other day I was watching some of your highlights and I was honestly kind of looking to see how much of of the swing I could see. His was uh I mean his was pretty compact. He got to the ball quickly and uh and even though he kept running into walls, I mean he, he would have had a longer career, but the man um I guess that Mason that won't happen to you, will you? If uh, playing the infield, at least you you won't uh, you don't have to uh, worry about running into those walls, do you? Uh no sir. I mean he uh, he was definitely a reckless player. Um, we played different <laughs> positions, so. What what about the swing Wild though? Who, yeah. What what is the uh, where where did you? How much did he have to do with that? And how much uh, you know? How much who who kind of uh, had the biggest influence on your swing? Because you have uh, for people that don't know, you had a ton of home runs this year, and uh, 
I mean, honestly, the numbers-wise, I was looking at it, it matches up with uh, even some of the, the huge slugger Young at Texas Tech. You had similar numbers to him. Who do you give most credit to your swing and your approach at the plate? Uh, I mean, early on, my dad, he helped me. I mean, he kind of helped me groove my swing into what it is now. Um, this year, uh, Coach Thompson, uh, Coach Anthony Miller, and Tyler Johnson, they all um, – Helped me a lot this year, um, you know, to get to the point of where I was able to hit some home runs. And uh, so I guess all the coaches here at McLennan and then um, my dad kind of helped the foundation of my swing and to uh, get it to where it is today. All right. And uh, talking to Mason Greer, who just uh, part of this national JUCO uh, championship. And uh, what this thing, first time MCC's done it since 1983. Uh, Mason, what's it been like for you and your teammates? Um, I, you know, it's not like y'all sit around studying the history of MCC, but there's been some great players to come out of that program. What's the what's the reaction been like? Just hearing from, I'm sure, a lot of old players and and uh, and even some of your classmates maybe that didn't get to make the trip. What's that? What's that been like? And, and he, uh, I know that was pretty cool to see you guys get off the bus yesterday and and saw Mitch made a speech. What, what's that whole experience been like? Um, and yeah, we haven't, uh, MCC hasn't won it since 1983, so uh, it was really cool to um, see how much it meant to all. And it was really cool to see on, like, Twitter and getting text messages and stuff from uh, players who had been here in the past. So, um, you know, Coach Thompson always says how, uh, every, like, a lot of people love McLennan, and um you know, you always say, yeah, yeah, but then um, once we arrived and we won it, uh, it was really cool to actually see all the people that um, really do love MCC. All right, and uh, you had a really great high school career. Um, what was uh, what was that like? You go off to an SEC school in, in Auburn. What was the journey to MCC, you know, making that decision? Did you just feel like you were going to – um, end up with uh, with more playing time. What was the uh, what how what was the journey to MCC like? How did you how did you make that decision? Uh, I mean, I wasn't really getting much playing time at Auburn, so that was kind of the the main reason I decided to come to McLennan. But uh, you know, whenever I got here and took a visit with Coach Thompson, and just uh, I mean, I heard about McLennan through high school, how good they were, and uh, stuff like that. So I definitely. Um, once I was decided to leave, I kind of had one school in mind, and it was McLennan. And so when Coach Thompson gave me the opportunity and he talked about the tradition that they've set out here at McLennan, it was pretty pretty easy decision to decide to come here. Where do you feel like you, your game's grown the most in your uh, in your one season there in, in Waco? What, uh, with Coach Thompson and the great staff that he has, where, where do you feel like your, your game – uh, whether it be in the field or at the plate, where have you grown the most? What specific part of your game? Uh, the whole thing really has gotten better. I think I've gotten a little more power. Um, definitely gotten better in the field. Uh, so I would say, you know, most because uh, I guess I was a decent infielder before, but uh, you know, working with these coaches every day has definitely helped me uh, in that aspect. And what does the uh, – did you feel the, like, Coors Field type effect at uh, Grand Junction, Colorado? Did, did, it, did it seem like – I mean, you guys always hit the ball well, but did, it, did, you, 
did it seem like the ball was traveling a, a little farther uh, up there in that mountain air? Uh, yes, sir. It definitely, uh, you know, you didn't have to hit it as hard to make it go out. That was. Yeah. It definitely wasn't yeah, the humid air of Waco. Uh, definitely <laughs> that thin air was fun to hit in. I bet it was. I bet it was. You just have to, if you if you hit too many extra bases or whatever, or running, I bet you were a little more winded than you were uh, than you were in Waco up there in uh, Grand Junction. Okay, what is uh, Mason? What is uh, next for you? I was I I saw where you. Uh, uh, I would assume you're hoping to uh, maybe someday have a shot to play uh, in the uh, uh, some professional baseball, but you sign with. Uh, Missouri State, and um, and and that's a boy. That's an athletic program that, in all sports, has really stepped up the past decade, and uh, especially in D one, they've done an incredible job. What was it about uh, that program, and what were you choosing between? Uh, I um, kind of just was talking to Missouri State, and they ended up being a good decision for me, and uh, so. I really didn't hesitate, and I didn't really have many other options, you know. And uh, I just definitely wanted to go to a place where I felt like I could play. And, uh, you know, they gave me a good opportunity, so I took that. But, uh, I mean, as far as the professional stuff, if it happens, I would love, obviously, to uh, play professional baseball and uh, hopefully make it to the big leagues like my dad one day. So, um, But right now, I guess my sights set on Missouri State. All right. Well, I can't imagine. Um, I got to being in the Dallas media for years. I got to know your dad a little bit, and uh, I cannot imagine how proud he is. And I did. Did uh, it was Rusty? I guess he got to be in Grand Junction for all of it. Was uh, was he was he on cloud nine after y'all won? Uh, yes, sir. He was there for all the games, and uh, he was definitely just as happy as I was, and the rest of the team was uh, to see us win. He uh, he definitely. Um, was happy to be there. All right. Well, it's uh, we're we're very proud of you, and uh, let me work on that, Mason. The the, schm- the uh, Schmaltzes. I don't know if you've been over there. They make an incredible sandwich, and uh, I might see what we could do on uh, uh, over there at uh, Vtex with one of those gut packs. I don't know if you've been over there yet. Um, they they've got the uh, homemade sausage with some uh, chopped brisket. I'll I'll see what we can do on our end. Okay. That sounds good. All right, there he goes, Mason Greer, member of the uh, MCC National Championship team. Got some pop in his bat. And uh, his dad could hit the long ball and was uh, one of the greatest, I probably one of the most beloved Rangers players ever. And uh, Rusty's in the Rangers Hall of Fame. He has to be. I don't have that in front of me right now, but I'm sure he already is. But uh, he just was an incredible player for the Rangers and uh, Mason is making uh, his own career. And just seems to me, uh, unlike one of the guys he used to uh, know growing up, Bobby Witt Jr., I think Mason's one of those kids who's a little bit of a late bloomer. But the truth is he's just continuing to uh, get better and better. And I could see him going to Missouri State and really putting up some huge numbers and probably will get an opportunity to play some pro baseball. Garrett, are you excited about the MCC? Let's think about this. Who do we have national titles from? we got the Baylor men. Mm-hmm. we got the MCC baseball. Acrobatics and tumbling. Title. Acrobatics and tumbling. Our equestrian team's always really good. 
You had um, men's tennis play for a championship. Yeah, they, well, they were in the national championship match. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett, make sure you tell our folks at MCC how much we appreciate that, okay? I will. Because I love – I they're like Mosley's bandwagon in this thing. And I do tend to bandwagon things, okay? But I get very excited about our local teams doing well. And MCC has a proud tradition. And I was looking that up over the weekend, Garrett. That's uh, – let's see. Pat Listash, Jay Buhner, um, who was the one Tom came up with? Patterson. Kenneth Patterson, yeah. Kenneth Patterson played uh, pro baseball, pretty good arm, pretty good arm out of the bullpen, and uh, had a nice little had a had a, a nice uh, major league baseball career. But MCC's had a lot of just incredibly talented players, and uh, we are we are proud to put some MCC baseball on our air. And uh, it's uh, it's very, very exciting. So Mitch and the whole gang over there, we could not be happier for you. And uh, Garrett, do we have a parade route yet? I don't I mean, know. I'd like to do it right out there at MCC. And, and, I, and I will. I've been known to kind of show up for a parade uh, if they'll let me on one of those floats. <laughs> no, I don't think I can do that. But, um, yeah, keep, keep your ear to the ground on that, Garrett, because I, I'd like a, I think we need a parade for the MCC national champion baseball team i'm sure you're gonna have one i know the team will be at the backyard bar stage and grill i believe it's tomorrow and the city of waco is supposed to light the um the bridges up blue and orange for them as well oh the uh, like the suspension bridge and Correct. all that yes yep okay get me all the info garrett for when that thing starts tomorrow night because i'll i may have to run down there for that That's, okay that sounds like a cool event uh, but uh, very, very proud of MCC. Okay, we're also proud of somebody else. This is a Baylor student who just decided, you know what, not only will I qualify for the U.S. Women's Open, I think I'll challenge for the lead for about the first two days of the Open. Uh, Gerline Kaur, one of the great players in Baylor golf history, joins us next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight, and any scattered shower and storm that's out there will be coming to an end, especially east of Waco. 74 degrees, the low temperature. Tomorrow, partly sunny skies, just a 30% chance of a scattered shower or storm and a high of 91, and partly sunny, very humid on Wednesday with a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. It's one Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before, maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the, the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Ha ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. At Carrington Dental, we know the importance of getting proper dental care. And we understand finding the right dental plan can be complicated and time-consuming. That's why we created My Dental Choices. Finding quality, affordable dental care doesn't have to be stressful. 
With plans starting at $8.95 per month, you can choose between dental discount or dental insurance plans. Simply call and let one of our dental plan experts help you determine which plan is right for you and your family. You'll enjoy significant savings on your dental care, no matter which plan you choose. Life is busy enough. Don't add dental care to your list of worries. Discover an affordable reason to smile. Find out how much you can save on your dental care. Call My Dental Choices today to get a customized dental plan quote for you or your entire family. 800-947-4078. 800-947-4078. That's 800-947-4078. If you're looking for the perfect truck, this is your sign to come to Freedom Country in Colleen and finally get the truck you've been dreaming of. The Ram 1500 is America's most awarded light-duty pickup. Freedom Country in Colleen is the dealership to save big and get a great deal on your new Ram. Freedom Country is two stores, one location, double the selection. You can find Rams, Dodges, Jeeps, Chryslers, and Fiats all in one convenient location. Visit the store or online at freedomcountry.com. Buy for less in Colleen at Freedom Country. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight with the Bucks at the Nets. The Nets lead that series 1-0. Tip is at 6:30. In Game One of the Western Semifinals with the Nuggets at the Suns. Tip is at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers have lost 11 of the last 12 games. Rangers had the day off before starting a series at home with the Giants tomorrow night. And the Houston Astros also have the day off. Astros start a series with the Red Sox in Boston tomorrow night. Tennessee Titans have made the trade for Julio Jones with the Falcons for a second and fourth round pick. The MCC Highlanders baseball team has brought home a JUCO National Championship to Central Texas, beating Central Arizona 7-3. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Mosley and Ross with you. And uh, we are rolling through a Monday. And, Garrett, you remember all last week, start, starting Thursday, I got so excited. And each day I was mm-hmm. giving uh, uh, updates on our next guest. And it is Gerline Core from the Baylor women's golf team. And Gerline, I some people show up when they qualify for the U.S. Women's Open, and they're just kind of happy to be there. And they're just like, man, what an honor! You know, we'll play a couple of rounds, and then maybe you know, always remember this. You had something different in mind, and um, uh, I, I guess I'll just start with just congratulating you. That was a uh, tremendous showing. Uh, by by you at the Olympic. I mean, that's, that's an incredibly tough golf course, and the conditions were crazy. And But you hung around the top ten for the first two days of that uh, Women's Open. Congratulations to you. Well, thank you for having me on, and thanks so much. You know, it was uh, – you know, I definitely went into the tournament with no expectations, but to be able to play great um, and uh, make the cut and – you know, the last two days, the rough definitely got me. I couldn't hit the fairway. And, you know, honestly, my score may seem high, but it didn't feel that high just because it played so difficult. But um, other than that, like, it was a great experience overall, and I hope to play in many more. 
All right. Uh, what was it? Started with like qualifying for it. Remind us where you qualified and and like how was that? Uh, did you play free and easy? I mean, I I was just amazed at how uh, at first I thought, well, she's only threw a few holes at the U.S. Open, at Women's Open, and uh, I mean, you were like tied for first at one point, and then at the end of the day, you're still up there, like top five or whatever it was. I mean, did you? Um, was it almost like you just played really calm and everything, or was your heart beating like crazy on that first tee? Yeah. Um, so dur- first I can talk about uh, the qualifier. Um, I played it actually in Houston um, at Golf Club of Houston, and it was just 36 holes, and uh, I played really great there. The conditions were tough on that day. It was blowing 25 to 30 miles per hour winds. So the scores weren't that high. I only finished – at two under total for um, the 36 hole qualifier and made it as um, the second pick. There were three picks from that qualifying site, but yeah, um, actually I was more nervous on the practice round days because I was playing with a couple of really big professionals and um, I even played with Lydia Co. one of the days, but actually the first day I wouldn't say I was nervous. I was more excited to get out there and I felt like I had prepared really well and felt like my game was ready to go and um yeah my, my coach and I um we had great preparation and I think we pl- planned it really well and just played smart overall so okay I, I was trying to watch all your highlights and everything and at one point I thought I heard him say you were out of the and I, I may have this mixed up but something about how you were from that house Sutton school or you work with somebody from there who have you worked with over the years and is that um Hal Sutton's obviously, uh, everybody, you know, is an incredible uh, PGA pro for years and years. Where did you, um, what, where, where do you work out of and like, who's your, who's been the, uh, the, you know, biggest in terms of working with your swing? Yeah. So, um, I started working with, uh, Hal Sutton about five years ago. Um, I was introduced to him through a couple of my junior golfer friends and I have been working with him, um, and then for about five years, like I said, and then I, he got um, um, a teaching partner. His name is Chase Cooper. Um, he started working with Hal at the academy, um, and I started working with him a lot more with my swing. And Chase actually came out and caddied for me at the Open. So, yes, I work with both of them out at the Hal Sutton Golf Academy. Yeah, and boy, Hal was unbelievable golfer uh back in the day and uh where is that academy is that in louisiana is that like shreveport or somewhere or where do you or is that in the houston area where do you have to go to 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 work with hal uh out in houston in the champions area okay that's out in champions and and what was the uh obviously you got started how old were you girlene when you started playing I was about seven. Um, I didn't really take it seriously until I was 12 or 13 because I played a lot of different sports, but definitely I started hitting balls and stuff when I was seven. Okay. And then uh, what was the, what, when you started working with Hal and then Chase, what, what do you think, what was the most important thing? Um, was it your short game or I, I guess it would just be kind of everything, but where do you feel like you've made the, the biggest strides even since you have arrived at Baylor? I think um, definitely when I first met Hal, he definitely helped me build my mental and mental game for sh- uh, the most and just helped me instill confidence in myself and 
just believe that, you know, no matter what my swing looks like or, uh, you know, how I hit the ball or even putt and chip, like I can be the best. And he just helped me believe in myself more than anything. And Chase was the big component in my swing and being able to become a good ball striker. And I think the most strides I've made at Baylor were with my short game. Like I would say I'm definitely most confident in my putting and chipping and even my driver, I would say I hit um, a lot of fairways and a lot of greens. So just overall, um, just accepting the outcome and um, believing in myself was the most important thing that I learned through Hal and Chase definitely has helped me as well with that. But um, definitely a little more technical with Chase, but still both both of them have um, helped me a lot. Talking to Gerling Core, uh, the Baylor women's golfer who just uh, had a great run at the U.S. Women's Open. And, uh, Gerlene, uh, what about, uh, does it, to see a 19-year-old win, um, obviously you've got to be, what, 21 or 22 years old by now. Um, uh, and that's, that's how, it's very, it's extremely young, but does that almost, when you see somebody, Yuka Sasso wins it. And um, just an amazing, you know, obviously uh, Lexi, Lexi Thompson was having a great tournament, and she kind of faltered down the stretch. But what for someone like you, who is you know obviously probably dreaming and thinking about a pro career, when you see a 19-year-old win it, does that give you even more like? I mean, on top of you playing incredibly well during this tournament, does it make you like ready to turn pro? Yeah, uh, I'm planning on turning pro next year once I graduate. And, yes, I'm 21. I just turned 21. So to see a 19-year-old girl who I knew through junior golf as well to win it was quite amazing. And it just shows you, you know, age doesn't really define, you know. Um, Anybody young can win it. I mean, even Megagane had a chance to win the thing. And um, I hope to do, you know, just as well when I turn pro next year. But I'm going to graduate first and then turn pro next year. Okay, and uh, when you say graduate first, you're going to play another season with us, is that correct? Yeah, because um, I was supposed to graduate, like my eligibility was supposed to end this May, but yeah. since COVID, uh, I got an extra year, so I will be graduating okay. next May. I got to be honest, I kind of, I, I was so excited for you, but when you were like in the top 20 of the U.S. Women's Open, I thought, uh-oh, she may not come back and play. <laughs> play for, <laughs> for the Bears next year so that's very exciting um and uh I know y'all have some unfinished business to to go out and try to win that big 12 what did you um uh, what what was your what were your takeaways from this season I, y'all had tournaments where you went out and just blistered the rest of the field and then that big 12 I I, I gotta say the big 12's gotta be the best conference out there I mean Oklahoma State's incredible I know uh, Stark, Maha Stark, was also one of the amateurs who uh, who made the cut in the U.S. Women's Open. Is that, uh, does that drive you to come back and have another crack at winning one of those uh, those Big 12 titles? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, we had six wins this year, five in a row, and what we did was pretty incredible. Like, I had never imagined we were going to do something like that, and it's one of the best teams that I've been a part of, and um, I think we're going to get even better next year. And I hope, hope we can do, you know, have a chance again at Big 12 title. And Oklahoma State just went out and then, like just played their best golf all year long, and um, we played good too. But just, you know, we didn't shoot 37 under for a tournament, and hope to do next, do it next year. But you know, 
we really want to get some revenge on Greyhawk, and I think we have a great chance next year as well. Yeah, I, I that's that's interesting, boy. You, I, I liked how you did it. I mean, I, I know you didn't want to start like you did at Greyhawk, but then you fought back like crazy. I mean, y'all came rolling up the board, and so I think it showed a lot of grit, and that probably is uh, some of the mental side. Now, what for people that'll never play in a U.S. Open, which is most of us. What like when you got in that tall stuff? It looked awful watching it on TV. Um, what is that like? I mean, what do you have to do? Is it almost like you just got to take your medicine, Gurleen, and just get it back in the fairway, or are you tempted sometimes, as young as you are and strong, to try to muscle it out of there? What What was that rough like at, at Olympic Club? Uh, huh, for sure. <laughs> um, I had never never realized how many wedges I had just had to just punch out of there. I think it also all depended on, you know, what kind of lie I got. Either I could get super lucky um, and just have the ball just sitting up or it would just completely disappear. Uh, almost all the time it would completely disappear, but I there would be one or two times where I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can take a longer club than my 58-degree wedge <laughs> and hack it out of there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just the U.S. Open, like it's supposed to be that difficult. And I had expected it coming in, and it was no shocker. Um, uh, you know, the winner hits the most amount of fairways, hits the most amount of greens, and Yuka Sasa did that. And um, now I know what it's like and hope to build for next year. What did your um, what was your distance like compared to when you were matched up with some of those uh, veteran pros? Were you – did you feel like, uh, and I, I was kind of watching your shot by shot, and you would hit it out there. I mean, it wasn't like distance was any issue for you. Did you feel like you were hitting it every bit as far as they were, or were you have what? What? How did you kind of measure up against uh, some of those uh, big hitters? Yeah, um, I mean, I definitely don't hit it as far as Lexi Thompson. I'm I'm only five six, and but I definitely do feel like I. Distance doesn't matter as much. You, know, you don't have to hit it 280 consistently to be the best. Like I'm pretty sure Yuka Sasa only hits it 250, and I I can come. No, Yuka Sasa is actually a long hitter. I think she hits it 270 almost. But I mean, I played with the girl on the third day who was number uh, three in the world, and she was five three, and you know she hit it 250, 260, and I'm I was almost the same as her. And you don't really have to be a bomber out there to you know. Um, be one of the best, of course. Um, I think I'm definitely good enough to, you know, hit it as long as I want to. So, Talking to Gurleen Kaur, who played so well in the U.S. Women's Open and finished 21 over, which honestly was a great score out there. But after the first couple of days, my gosh, what were you like? I mean, you were hanging around like even or something or one over. I mean, it was unbelievable. Now, Gurleen, who is the uh, – Hey, is there anybody in your family that's a big-time golfer, or are you, like, the first great player to come out of your family? I uh, Definitely the first. My dad um, played a little bit, but um, my sister plays as well, but she's younger than me. She's 15. I'm definitely the first in my family um, to uh, play play at a big-time level, so definitely your, your, cool. Your sister's not the next uh, mega uh, Gane? She could be. She could be for sure. But she's uh, she's younger than me, so I just mean like uh, she wasn't the first. I was the first one before her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's call her the next girling core. Okay, we'll we'll stick with that. <laughs> but uh, well, listen. We I was very excited, um, and it was fun to watch. And just uh, 
I would say when you've competed at that level, Gerline, mentally that has to take you to an incredibly confident place. So I would, uh, like you say, I think you, I think you've processed this in a great way. The the next, you know, you probably were thinking Saturday and Sunday you'd play just like you did Thursday and Friday, but at some point you weren't going to hit every single fairway. So I think the biggest takeaway is probably, hey, I can I can compete out here, and that's I would say that's probably uh, incredible for your confidence. Yes, thank you so much. You bet. There she goes, Gerling Core, the uh, number one golfer on the Baylor women's team and going to get one more year with the Bears, the Lady Bears, and then um, I bet they have a shot to win it all next season. No pressure, not trying to put pressure on Jay Goble and all that, but um, what a player, what a player to go out there, just turn 21, and uh, and and be in contention after two days. That That's unheard of. It's one thing, if you do it for a day, it's still incredible. If you do it for 36 holes – I mean, she was – I think she shot 71-73 at the U.S. Women's Open. That's silly. That is – that's crazy. When Jimmy Walker, who won a major from Baylor, when he was co- when he was at Baylor and he played at the U.S. Open, Garrett, he – I think it was at Southern Hills out of Tulsa. And I was there that year. And let's call that, like, I don't know, 2000, all right, 2001 or something like that. And it was either the – it might have been the PGA Championship, whatever it was, or the U.S. Open. He's um, – he comes out and shoots a 81 the first day, or an 80. And and it's just kind of like, well, that happens. You know, no big deal. I mean, he came out, had a nice time. You know what he did the next day? Uh, Garrett, he, Jimmy Walker, as like a Baylor senior, maybe uh-huh. he was just out of Baylor, shoots a 64. Oh. He might have shot a 62, now that I'm thinking about it. I'd have to look at it again. But he he came out the next day and just and he must have just said, you know what, to heck with it. I, I'm going to go out and have fun. And he went extremely low. I think he went like 80-64 or something like that. But it was, uh, it was unbelievable. And then, by the way, Jimmy Walker, now who's in his late 30s, sneaking up on 40, uh, may have tur- just turned 40. Went out the other day in the uh, memorial, I think yesterday, in fact, and shot 65. So he's still getting it done all these years later. All right, uh, that's fun. Talking to um, Mason Greer and then Gerline Core. Now we need to turn our attention to a pro basketball player. And what... What do we make of what just happened with the Dallas Mavericks? Do you take more positives away or you do, do you take negatives away? We discuss it next. Hubbard Jaggers Baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join me this Wednesday as the Jaggers take on Kennard High School in the Class 1A state semifinals. Our broadcast begins at 8.45 with the pregame show. We'll have all the exciting play-by-play action at 9 o'clock. It's Hubbard and Kennard, and it's this Wednesday morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted, no workout equipment needed, no excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. We get you. You're the kind of fan who watches a Rangers game and thinks, that bat would totally complete my dining room. Or maybe, I've got the perfect spot for that base. You're the reason we created the Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com slash authentics. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watcher with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight with the Bucks at the Nets. The Nets lead that series 1-0. Tip is at 6:30. In Game One of the Western Semifinals with the Nuggets at the Suns. Tip is at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers have lost 11 of the last 12 games. Rangers had the day off before starting a series at home with the Giants tomorrow night. And the Houston Astros also have the day off. Astros start a series with the Red Sox in Boston tomorrow night. Tennessee Titans have made the trade for Julio Jones with the Falcons for a second and fourth round pick. The MCC Highlanders baseball team has brought home a JUCO National Championship to Central Texas, beating Central Arizona 7-3. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.25 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you, Central National Bank. For all that you do, our incredible graphics when we introduce our guest, Brian Bonville. I want to remind people, if you're getting ready to send a child off to uh, college at MCC, the JUCO National Champions, or Baylor, or one of these great schools, some JUCOs right up the road in Temple, Belton, very hard Baylor, 
uh, I would uh, encourage you to think about helping your child open an account at Central National Bank. They have some uh, accounts that are specifically to help students. And, uh, and, 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 you know, when you, when you find yourself, oh, no, what have I done with this account? Have I, you know, have your, have your child learn a little bit how to manage all that and then have someone they can call if they need a little help. There in Waco or Temple or Austin, it is Central National Bank, and we are so pleased to have them as our presenting sponsor. Also happy to have Craig Cherry, who's just joined us, and uh, a member of a uh, big-time law firm. And Craig does an incredible job. You can find um, you can find him at swc.com. All right, that's SWC. Dot com. That's an easy one to remember because of all our love for SWC. And um, Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. All right, if you need some legal help and, um, and you've been in an accident or you've had something go on or you just need somebody to talk to and find out the right direction to go, SWC.com is a good place to look. Craig Cherry doing an incredible job. All right, um, Garrett, we uh, we've got we've had a lot to cover today, and mm-hmm. uh, so excited about MCC's national title. Um, Garrett, take a peek real quick on ESPN or whatever you use for your college baseball scores. And I wanted to I meant to tell you this, Garrett. Uh, I did want to uh, I might have mentioned this to you. I made the trip out to. I want you to look and see how Dallas Baptist is doing against Oregon State. Now, there's some rain in the Metroplex, and it may be delaying that game. Been a lot of rain. They had to tarp out on the field, so they were supposed to start at 3. Let's take a peek at that. Oregon State won the game last night. Garrett, on Saturday night, uh, the the uh, Mosley and Ross show, without Ross, sadly, made a uh, little field trip, and <clears throat> the Dallas Baptist folks, because my Baptist team, the Baylor Bears, did not make the NCAA tournament. They usually do. They didn't this year. Uh, and I think they kind of should have, but I don't want to get into all that. Um, but I was invited by some other Baptist, Dallas Baptist, my, one of my old radio cohorts from Dallas Radio. Um, Brendan is uh, – Brendan is – he does play-by-play for Dallas Baptist. And he – and so – he and the athletic director there, they said, Mosley, will you come out and root for us? If you do, we'll give you a T-shirt. And so I put on the T-shirt and ate some of the free food out there before the game, and I went to see Dallas Baptist. It was great, some ribs. Dallas Baptist versus TCU. What a great environment it was. Lupton Stadium there on the TCU campus. Beautiful campus. I mean, I know we're big rivals with TCU, but it is a pretty campus. And I uh, – I, there are a ton of fans who are out in general admission, sat out in right field, and uh, I, I would say four or 5,000 fans, easy. Mm-hmm. Lots of TCU people. Boy, they had that stadium packed out, and there we were over in our little DBU section. And uh, the Frogs had a 6'9 pitcher on the mound, comes from Midlothian, pretty good player, pretty good pitcher, and he held DBU down. They did take a 2 nothing lead. But uh, they were held down after a three-run homer by TCU. And then, lo and behold, the seventh inning, they had a bases-loaded clearing double and took a 
and, and, and fought back in that game to tie it up. They take a late lead. They get an insurance run. Now, they actually took a lead, 7-6. Got an insurance run in the, in the uh, uh, eighth, bottom of the eighth, and made it 8-6, and then closed them out. Closed out the Frogs, and then the next day, the Frogs on Sunday get beat by Oregon State, and we have to say goodbye to t- Stephen Simcox's TCU kids. I'm sorry. You guys got a great program, but you're done. I mean, it happens. If you can't get out of the regional, you got to go on home. And um, it sets up the very awkward TCU could actually host a super regional and then not be there. Mm. So mm, right now, Matt, fun. Oregon State is currently up on DBU one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the second. Uh, another baseball game in action is Ole Miss and USM. That game's in a rain delay in the uh, looks like the third inning. Ole Miss leads four to nothing. And then uh, softball action, JMU and Oklahoma are live right now on ESPN, and James Madison leads the Sooners one to nothing in the bottom of the third. Okay. All right. We'll keep our eye on that. Those DBU. DBU has their top two hitters. One of them had a hamstring. One of them turned his ankle. Running to first base, he tripped on first base the other night. He's their, he's their uh, you know, their sluggy – they're big slugger, it, 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 and they keep putting new guys in, and they got a lot of depth, but they've lost two of their best hitters, one to a tight hamstring last night, and then the other one, uh, the other, uh, the one I was at Saturday night, the game, they lose him. So they're down a couple of hitters, so they got to fight back in this game. Down one nothing, still plenty of game left, and uh, that's what Heefner told him the other night, Dan Heefner, the coach at DBU. He told the kids, he said, hey, we got. They were down six-two. You know, I'm sure they were kind of thinking, "Oh no, are we in trouble." He said, "We got nine outs left. We got nine outs to play with. We're okay. We're fine here." And they started a big rally, and they rallied in the seventh inning and went up and went up seven to six. So DBU never count these guys out. They came back last night, forced extra innings, and then Oregon State had a walk off. Oregon State was the home team. And they went oppo on them with a walk-off. I really enjoy college baseball. Garrett, I know you're kind of taking a peek at it. You're digging in, watching some college baseball. Again, I'm bandwagging this MCC thing like crazy. I may, in fact, if they have a little, uh, what's this thing they're having, Garrett, that I'm, I'm going to come to? This barbecue, where is this going to be? It's at the back uh, backyard bar stage and grill. And they're going to bring the team over there and just kind of do a little celebration. I'm going to MC that. I know nobody's asked me to do that, but I'm thinking about jumping up on the stage and saying a few words. I'm sure that will so if anybody, you. If, any, if Mitch or anybody wants that, I, Tom's like, no, Mosley, that's my job. Tom is Tom's kind of territorial. He went to Conley. You know, he thinks Mosley was not born here. He was. I, was, I just went to Baylor for a long time. <laughs> so I don't quite have the early ties that Tom did, but I, I went to Baylor and then I went to Baylor Law School. I stayed down, I've stayed down there for a long time. Spent a lot of time down there in Salado. Um, okay, we got other stuff going on though. And keep keep us updated. Uh, do, can you tell Garrett whether that uh, Dallas Baptist game is on TV or not? It says it's on ESPNU. Uh... Okay, all right. That's gonna that'll probably be my afternoon. You know, my very busy afternoon, I'll probably go ahead and dig in, in on some Dallas Baptist baseball. That's probably what I'll do. But I already got the workout in today, got a strong workout in, and so I'll probably um, I'll probably watch that. Okay, we've got some big uh, – we got some playoff, uh, playoff basketball tonight, 6.30 game. I believe that's the uh, net series. 
and that that one's off to a very very interesting start. And and then at nine uh, nine o'clock, my Nuggets get into action. The other one is the the Dallas Mavericks lose. We got a lot of NBA people that listen to us and love Luka Doncic. I mean, even our non our our non NBAers, I think they still love Luka and love watching him. Luka scores forty six. Mavs lose. They turned Porzingis into basically a decoy who kind of hangs around. I think he scored 16. He averaged 13 points in this series. Something has to be done. Something has to be done. The two guys don't like each other. They never high-five each other. They, they're just like, there's, there's a, it's kind of like a fractured-type relationship. It's like at our radio station. Uh, Gary, we don't all have to be best friends all the time. Right. But when you come on the air, man, we're a team. We're a team. We got to fight for each other. And it, it with the Mavs right now. Now, hey, hey, I, well, Stephen will get mad. Stephen is my best friend. Okay, that's Simcox. He and I, we are. And Garrett, you have become very close to Mosley. Okay. Okay. So, so we have a very close relationship. I don't want it to be like, hey, we don't always get along. Um, but the bottom line is, when you're at, you're, you're an NBA team. You need your superstars. They don't have to be best friends. But they have to be on the same page. They have to be pulling on the same rope, as we say, and they're not. Like they, I, I think there's a lack of respect there. I don't think Luca cares for him. I don't know what it has to do with, other than I think the the unicorn himself, Porzingis, was supposed to be the heir apparent and the star in in New York, and it never really happened. And then he comes here, and he's just not really. He, he doesn't like playing second fiddle, although he's tried. He's tried to do what they ask him. So I'm like anybody. I, I, I'll bag on him as much as the next guy. But, you know, if they don't run any plays for you and they tell you to go stand in the corner, it's not really easy to make a huge impact. And Luca doesn't like him. I mean, you can just tell with their body language. These, these two guys don't care for each other. You would think the Latvian and the Slovenian, I mean, you know, it's not like they're over there in Europe. They're not, I mean, it's like they come from European ball. Um, Luca was a star in European ball. And obviously, uh, KP showed up even earlier. They both kind of came over here when they were like 19, basically, 18 or 19. So they should appreciate the background that they've had. But they don't. They don't like each other. So something has to give. And... You either have to do a few things because you've got to you're going to do this, the max extension with Luca. I mean, I think he loves Dallas. I think he wants to stay with the Mavericks. Does he love Rick Carlisle? I don't know. I don't know. He's shown him up a few times on the sideline. I mean, he doesn't mind getting mad every once in a while. He'll show him up a little bit. But, uh, oh, gosh, Garrett, we've run out of time. Man. If we go one minute over, my gosh, you know, Tommy will be running down the hall, hollering, screaming. Hey, I hope game time goes well. No, y'all have a lot planned. It's an exciting time in Central Texas. Way to go, MCC. Way to go. Way to go, Richard Goff. Out there, Richard Goff out there, one of the best, you know, one of the great car dealers around. Richard Goff's out there doing his thing. And uh, he played at MCC and then played at Baylor. Way to go, Richard. I'm excited for all the, the former MCC players. And uh, Mitch Thompson, I mean, wow, wow. Did it again. 
And then who uh, the other the other day, uh, John had the former Rick Butler on, the former MCC coach, uh, the 83 championship coach. This is awesome. That's what we do in Central Texas is we win championships. Can we nickname this thing something, Garrett, like the City of Champions or something? Let's well, do something Yeah, we'll like come that. up with something. We'll come up with something. All right, give Tommy a big bear hug for me. That's all I have today. Game time coming up. Four to six. Lock it in. Stay right here. Good night.